0: Up, everyone, Welcome to another edition of The Gray Zone. I am your host, Ryan Anderson, once again joined by my co host, Mr. Kyle ipson How's everybody doing? I'm really excited for this. Well, yeah. man, we are so excited to bring you this episode, you know, because we're going to be talking about the two superhero movies that have come out so far this year. We're going to be talking about the Batman, we're going to be talking about the crazy and the wild and the amazing multiversal madness. Oh yeah, Definitely. I'm really excited for that. As a matter of fact, um, let's start with the Batman. Uh Let's get straight yep. to the point. What was your opinion yep. uh, of the right. movie, Kyle, of the Batman? <laughs> straight to the point. It's not I'm the same opinion
1: this. as a as a lot of other people. Uh, um I can tell you that. Um I. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, A lot of people said it was like up there as good as the Christian Bale, Zack Snyder, uh, you know, uh, Batman movies. I still like those more. Um, Well, at least, at least the Dark Knight, (laughs) like definitely is. I still say the best one that I like for the live action one. Um, Okay. So this one that, uh, okay. My just overall rating first. I would say is a 7.8 out of 10 Yeah. and it's just cause a lot of times like, like first off the acting was great. Andy Circus is Alfred, Robert Pattinson as a, as, as Batman, as, especially as like the dark, you know, brutal detective kind of Batman, like, that was fantastic, they did a great job, and actually, one thing I did love about this movie is that they did show the more detective side of Batman, because he is, he's a huge detective, um, you know, and that's his main thing, obviously, all the other Batman movies have been more, like, action-based and stuff like that, especially the ones with Ben Affleck, but overall, 7.8 out of 10, just because, you know, nothing about this movie really stood out to me, I did like how they did the Riddler, um, you know, even though they made him like a psychopath serial killer, but I did like how they they portrayed him and stuff like that because he's actually my, one of my personal, uh, personally uh, one of my favorite Batman villains. Like overall, I know everybody loves the Joker and stuff like that, but I um, I do love how they did him, even though it wasn't you know exactly the same as how he is in the comics, but. They did a great job of that. I am excited also for the. uh, Like, the one thing it did right, which I am impressed with, is I'm actually excited for the spin off Penguin series. Mm -hmm. So, I'm stoked for that. But, like, you know, there were some scenes where it just felt really, like, slow and dull. um, And then there's uh, some stuff I felt that was unnecessary that I was talking about with one of my buddies is that, like, the scene where he is trying to figure out and solve everything so he goes and he takes his shirt off and he like moves the table out of the way puts all the papers on the ground starts painting and drawing everywhere it's like (laughs) dude you are a multi-billionaire with a bat cave full of i don't know how much equipment to help you solve mysteries and you're sitting here drawing on paper and i'm like obviously they did that scene for the ladies which you know fine you know, I get it. Like, you know, lady, the ladies need a man to love too. You know, like I have nothing against the whole like ab thing and all that stuff. You know, um, you know, just like how they do in all the other superhero movies, like you know, when they had Chris Pratt, you know, flex his abs when they covered him in like that orange it's the spray. Thing. In the they'll, first they'll, movie. they'll push,
0: they'll push you on that Marvel workout regimen, and you have to go shirtless at least
1: twice in a movie. Yeah, Say. you do. But, you know, fine. But, you know, like, because you know, they obviously they do, they you know, they sexualize women a lot in movies. So it's like, you know, fine. Let the girls have some fun. Like, I'm not against that. But it's just that it's mainly the, the fact that he had to go and start drawing everything. And I'm like, dude, you are so smart. And you have all this equipment and you're sitting here just, like, painting and drawing. Like, you are way better than this. Like, okay. your computers are okay. faster than this. <laughs> all right, let me defend this. Okay, but, yeah, you go.
0: I, I think the reason why they did that scene was just to tie into the whole, you know, film noir Kind of like style of it, like throwback. Like, yes, he kind of uses technology, but we've seen a lot. Like, we kind of like hybrid in this movie. We see him lean on the technology, but we see him not lean on the technology. I think that was kind of deliberate filmmaking in a sense. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. No, but I guess it kind of fits the tone of the film. It kind of just like helps lay it out. Like, okay, what is Thomas Wayne's connection to all these people that. The Riddler yeah. is killing, which by the way, talk about my favorite part of the movie was the Riddler. Uh, I like how they pretty much made him a serial killer. Like, kind of like, not like a 100% update to the character, but kind of made it, at least on film,
1: They They, darkest, they gave the like a, a psychological twist.
0: Seen. Exactly. And I was watching the movie, I couldn't, I was telling my girlfriend, like, yo, if I'm Batman. I couldn't figure out any of the riddles. Whole Gotham would have been on the water. Whole city would have blown up. I'm like, like, what the hell, huh? I'm over here trying to figure it out. And, and boom, Like he answers it like within a second. I'm just like, God, this is why I'm not the Batman. Even if I was rich, I couldn't be the Batman.
1: Yeah, I wish I could. But, anyway. but, you know, I, <laughs> but I also either. did. I,
0: like, I mean, I like uh, the second part. Well, like you said, it's Colin Farrell as the Penguin. I mean, completely unrecognizable, like by the way. Like
1: completely yeah, you can only tell from his eyebrows you can only exactly. tell from his eyebrows that's he, the only way you could kind of tell it's colin farrell
0: he stole the show he's still in the movie i mean this is why he is getting the spinoff which i'm very excited for i mean hbo max dc shows are killing it so far like i haven't it hasn't been out yet but i already know it's gonna be amazing uh just because based off what he did in the movie uh like the like you said the seeing batman be a detective. Um, there wasn't that much action in it. I mean, it's a three-hour movie, and I would say about and two and a half it's, hours it's of it good. was just like a slow burner, home figure it out, which I actually I like. You know, like I said, it's a different approach. They could have been a shorter. Factors. I agree. But it could have been, could have trimmed about 20 to 30 minutes off. Actually, there's different times where I'm wondering, like, okay, they could have done, even done this part one, part two. You know what I mean? Like, it just mm-hmm. seems like it could have been a movie that could have even been divided up like, there is a part where, I want to say, like, two hours into it where it fades to black, it, it picks back up. So, I'm like, you know what? They could actually close that movie off right there and then continue on next year. Or later on down the year. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> uh, overall, I'll give it an eight and a half. Uh, I do think it was better. I can't even say it was better because, technically, Ben Affleck never got his own solo Batman movie.
1: That is I actually, true. Did, and, like, I th- and I felt yeah, he so, was a good. I feel like he's a good Bruce Wayne. Like I still think that yeah. Ben Affleck played a great Bruce Wayne. Yes, but I but... would
0: say it's better than the George Clooney Val Kilmer Batman movies. I won't say it's as good <laughs> as Batman Begins or The Dark Knight. However, I would I do think it's better than The Dark Knight Rises.
1: I can I can I can vouch for that. I will I will agree with you on that. Absolutely. Um... Just because when I watched... I actually watched uh, The Dark Knight Rises recently, and that movie just didn't age well. The other two aged fantastic, but... It um, It's just that, because I really... Like,
0: I liked the movie at the time it came out, but, you know, the movie came out 10 years ago, and I watched it similar to you, um, like, right before this Batman movie came out. I'm just kind of like...
1: Uh. Could have been you know, better. I just uh, yeah. I, I forgive that movie because I know that movie was supposed to be very different if Heath Ledger was still alive. Because I know it's supposed to be him, the Riddler, and Bane, and it was supposed to just like destroy Bruce Wayne. So they obviously had to improvise and make a new script and film a whole new movie in such a short amount of time because of that. So I I forgive that movie for that reason. Not I it's not my favorite <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. But I will let it get away because I know the potential it could have had. Um, and I think that's the best they could have made with it in that short period of time. So I, I can agree with that, but I definitely think that, yeah, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, that one is definitely uh, better than uh, the Dark Knight Rises. And uh, I agree. I think the movie should have been, I, I think they could have made it just not as long, you know, cut some longer stuff out, um, you know, cause there was just like more, pauses and stuff in between scenes and in conversations and I'm like is this necessary um I also did like detective Gordon which is weird because I or commissioner Gordon you know depending on how you look at it but um he uh
0: to be like, I
1: actually liked him like a lot of people s- that I was reading said that he was like one of their least favorite things about the movie and I'm like what what do you thought talking- I thought he was good you know sure he's not the same uh commissioner Gordon from the Dark Knight series but you know, I, I I I think his I think his acting was fine. I just think that the writing for his characters where they kind of just, you know, undervalued him, I should say.
0: Well, like like they did announce the second one, so it'd be interesting to see where his character goes where pretty much everyone's characters go over in the the next one. The one thing one of the things I didn't like though, and this might come as a shock, I did not like the little joker. It's because yeah, I, I want, them, I to, I want so, them to ignore Joker for a bit. Yes, I am so over the Joker. I like the Joker. Probably the greatest villain
1: in history of just comics and general. Marvel he's, he's really, he's he's really just one of the best villains, like monster yes, villains of in all. General. Of all
0: villains really in general. But do we really need him again? Do we really need our fourth just Joker in the if, last if like, 10 years?
1: If they're going to just at least, you know, just bring Joaquin Phoenix in. You know, he did a good joke in the first movie. At least just bring him in. We know him. We know we like him. It'd be interesting <laughs> yeah. to see how he interacts with the Batman. Like, you know, like we you, you go ahead and do that. Like, just bring him in. It's its own universe. Like DC's already said that. Just that to say that that's part of that universe. Like, cause Dude. they like that movie was a very dark movie. And so was this Batman movie. It, it yeah. could work. Even then, there's like so
0: many other Batman villains that you can focus on. You know, we can bring see. back Mister Freeze. Yes, Mister Freeze. Freeze, Brian <laughs> Brian Brian as Mister Freeze. I'm just throwing that out there.
1: Holy shit! I never thought of that, dude. Yes, that. Oh, that would be really good. I completely agree with that. Okay, I'm on your side. All right, let's do that. Um, one thing actually before we start diving into Doctor Strange, I know that's gonna be most of this podcast, uh, uh Multiverse of Madness, but one thing I did love with the Batman that they did, though, is when he takes off his mask and he still has the black fa- uh, eye yeah. grease on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just love, like a big light. Like... That looked cool. That looked cool. Yeah, but it's like, you know, because in all the other movies, when he needs to change out of his outfit, he just takes off his mask and his eyes are clean. Yeah, like but that's not In reality, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, you would still have that eye grease that you would have to go ahead and take off. So I did like how they did that. Oh, and I finally found out what I was going to say about uh, Gordon is that in this movie, this is why I said it's more so the writing, um, is that in in the comics and in all the other movies too, you could actually see that Gordon, he does trust Batman and he will listen, but he does question Batman and he questions him on the side, like, well, why are we doing this? Why are you doing that? Like, I need to know these answers for my freaking job, but he didn't, this Gordon didn't really question Batman that much, which is one thing that just kind of which didn't feel like Gordon too much to me, but I don't blame the actor, like I said, I think that's just in the writing of the script, because he didn't make him question him, but it was all mainly focused on Batman questioning himself and his dad, and you know, like, all of that other stuff, so, but that, so yeah, my overall opinion of the movie, it was good, I, it's worth watching again, um, the soundtrack, if you have a good audio system, is fantastic, but I still have to stand by my 7.8 out of 10
0: soundtrack was amazing too by
1: the way i i really did enjoy the score especially uh seeing
0: it in soundtrack the movie nine dators. out of ten yeah it, it was amazing amazing job each does a great job when it comes to scores in their movies
1: yeah okay yeah I agree. so all right now for my huge long list of things that I want to talk about with dr uh Dr Strange Multiverse of madness where where would you like to begin because <laughs> there's a lot in this movie and we're and I've, i I feeling that this is kind of being good. we're gonna probably be kind of going all <laughs> over the place with this, but i'm I'm okay. really excited for this.
0: I just want to start about where I will personally rank this movie. They got text to you when I got the movie there and I said. Avengers. I never
1: told you what I'd rank it yet. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, Avengers movies aside. So you take out Infinity War, and Endgame, the first adventure. You take out the group movies. In my opinion. Yeah. U- this Ultron a, doesn't count. Yes. This Multiverse of Madness to me is a top five MCU movie. It is a 10 out of 10 movie. And it's Ooh. honestly one of the. Most fun I've had watching a movie. I saw that shit in IMAX, dog, and yeah just everything from how it was filmed to Danny Elfman's score to, to the fact that it was
1: to Sam Raimi's horror like vibe and... and the
0: cameos and yeah, like it's, the and the most important the... thing, just how excited it made us for the future. So that all of that to me equals a top five Marvel movie. It wasn't like no disrespect, like an Ant-Man in the Wasp When I'm like, oh yeah, this movie's cool, but it's kind of like I didn't really have that many questions afterwards. This one, I have so many questions and so many different possibilities. <laughs> like I think this movie more the, more so than Spider-Man: No Way Home. I think this movie is pretty much the MCU reset, where it's kind of like okay, like this shit is about to get
1: nuts like you you can go anywhere with exactly this shit right now so okay so i'll i'll say that okay so right when the movie starts off one thing i love it just throws it into chaos like you have the little opening scene with dr strange yeah he has the dream and then he attends christine's wedding which uh i have a question about that in a second and then uh then then just goes into the action just goes in boom universe there boom 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 like all over the place everything with uh you know, Scarlet Witch, all that stuff. It's just it's just nonstop, which was nice, which is a nice flow from how uh Spider Man No Way Home ended, where you know, it was more slower, a lot of explaining with some good action, you know, which made sense for that movie, and then you know, this one just dove right into it, like, okay, we already know that everything's all crazy, and so they're showing that everything is freaking crazy. <laughs> so, but do you think he'll ever get back with uh with Christine? think that's I don't think so I think
0: that's done and showing Clea which like I know we discussed about a lot of people didn't know who she was um I think and and we're gonna dive a lot into her character later exactly I think introducing her kind of just and the Christine and I think just overall one of the whole themes was you know Stephen Strange no matter what universe realizes that him and Christine are just not meant to happen you know sometimes things are not meant to happen I think he accepted that, and I think now we're kind of—he's gonna be moving Especially on. Especially with the, the
1: uh, other Christine that he met too. You know, even she had to accept that, and you could tell that they even wanted each other, even though they just—they—they they knew they. was oh, meant to be. Couldn't. Yeah, like it's—it was pretty sad, but you know, it's—it's it's just like you know, because you know what happened is that Doctor Strange got blipped. And she, you know, she had to move on. It's been, it was five years later. Like, you can't blame her. Like, so yeah. for any fans that are mad and wanted to see them back together, I can tell you right now, there's going to be a much better Dr. Strange relationship coming up with Clea. And like I mm-hmm. said, so we'll go into that. But uh, at least I believe they will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, you know, I think that was just the final goodbye to Christine, but I think they showed like, maybe they'll bring that actress around still for some other multiversal stuff just, mm-hmm. just cause they had her in this. But yeah, you know, I think that is the final goodbye. Yeah, really, uh, Rachel for, McAdams for is her.
0: awesome. By the way, you know, um,
1: yeah.
0: so she's a great actress. She might even, have, you know, then she might even be cast in another MCU role. You know how a lot of times they don't care; they have multiple people play uh, the same characters in the cinematic universe. So who knows?
1: Yeah, and, and it even shows that soon. But uh, what do you think about um, the actress for America Chavez? I actually liked her.
0: Uh, uh with her i'm very interested to see like where they gotta take her like when obviously when she gets older um you know she's she's training now and might kind of tie into our theory that they are sort of building in the young avengers i feel like every marvel project we are getting some sort of teenage kid protege like figure around yeah, like so a, it's kind of yeah you a know successor, like a
1: successor a future successor kind of thing exactly. maybe you know?
0: but i thought i thought she was awesome dude um she was gonna like kind of flack from a lot of casting but i think it's just because a lot of people are familiar with her character she is a newer i mean she was created like what in the mid 2000s um yeah so, she is a newer yeah, like so as she...
1: far as continuities and canons go yeah and her bombs i think in the comic too i think what in the comic like in this one they just got teleported to a different multiverse which you know if they're alive or dead we don't know but i know in the comics her parents sacrificed themselves right. to which uh, if i remember both girls and they sacrificed themselves to become part of the universe so, I don't know, maybe something like that did happen. Maybe they had to sacrifice themselves after she opened the first portal so she can somehow control her powers. We'll see, but as far as the actress goes, she actually kind of annoyed me a little bit, but I but she grew on to me, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. At first she was annoying, but I think she was supposed to be annoying because she was kind of annoying Doctor Strange at first, and so I was like, I think that that's just kind of made what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if so, good job. That annoying,
0: yeah. the annoying little kid, in a sense. Yes. Plus I feel like yes. with Doctor Strange, even like with Peter Parker, I just feel like... He's just annoyed of kids, period. So it's kind of like, I think we kind of see it like a lot of it from his point of view.
1: I'll so say the audience, part yeah. It's... Oh, I was going to say that they never said his name when they were all taking sitting at the table. So it's pretty obvious that, like, because they were all sitting at, like, the coffee shop or whatever. And they were talking about Spider-Man because she's like, does the webs come out but of his Sp- butt? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and every time Wong and Doctor Strange were like, Spider-Man, yeah, we don't, we don't know, like, like, they didn't know him very well, like, but they knew Spider-Man, like, they've worked with him and done stuff with him, but it's like, that spell worked, like, it, I think that that's what they were showing right there in that scene, is that that spell actually worked, because they were just talking about Spider-Man, but didn't seem to know him very well at all, or how his stuff works, but in the, you know, he's already explained that before, and they did, they did used to know, so I just thought... That was interesting. I like how they kind of still threw that small stuff in there, so we're not saying they're asking ourselves those questions, but yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Um, I actually, just judging by the post-trailer and the Spider-Man movie, it kind of made it seem like the events of Spider-Man No Way Home caused the events of Multiverse of Madness. Which is... Complete opposite, because then we find out the events of Multiverse of Madness is caused because Scarlet Witch is batshit fucking crazy. And now, and I'm just like, <laughs> like speaking of that, like, me personally, I felt she was the MVP of the movie dog. Like, she we literally there. got to see her as the Scarlet Witch. Remember every time we used to do a versus, and one of the verses that we did was the Dark Phoenix versus... Scarlet Witch, and what do we always say? Scarlet Witch is powerful. Just that, if she ever was able to harness everything, put everything together, and that was always usually has been her downfall. And a lot of like the comics issues, like such as House of M, but even yeah, I think of something like a House of M. didn't defeat her. She mm-hmm. realized what she was doing was wrong. And kind of similar to this, they did not beat her, dude. She just realized what she was doing is wrong. Like, yeah, like.
1: Like, when she scared her kids, you know, like, when she, and they were terrified of her, she's like, no, this is, this is not what I wanted. Exactly. You know, and like, and that's when she realized she's like, oh crap. Like, and when she said, like, I don't want to hurt anyone. And that's when she literally was sat there and was like, oh shit, what have I been doing this whole damn time? bro, she was like, dog, okay. So, I'm not sure. I was, I was, I, like, I, she creeped me out. Like, they actually <laughs> made her a witch. I am so stoked with that. Like, it, like, she freaked me out at some points. Black
0: fingers? She, the black fingers? I'm like the bro. black
1: fingers that the 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 manipulating uh professor x's mind to break his neck bro dude okay so like 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 because like the way she approached him and how creepy just cuz that scene was like less than a second like yes. when it goes to that dark creepiness and she just like snapped his neck like I was like this movie is dark dude like uh, there was times I was like like Sam Raimi I think wanted to make a rated R movie and Marvel was like no Disney was like no it has to be BG-13 like (laughs) if they told him he could make a rated R I think uh, that would have been worse Yeah, like like uh, like what Black Bolt's head would have probably literally freaking exploded.
0: Even that shit was
1: graphic, man.
0: It's kind of like the way she, dude. It was the way cold. she illuminated. It hit
1: my heart. The way
0: she eliminated, eliminated the Illuminati. Try to say that eight times fast. But the way she eliminated the Illuminati was like, bro. She, ran... and. Uh, Reed Richards, John Krasinski, shout out by the way, everybody predicted that John Krasinski yeah. was eventually going to be Mr. Fantastic, but when
1: he was like They were wrong about uh, Tom Cruise just putting that out there. Yes, they were wrong about a lot
0: of things, just why I think there's some blowback but anyway, uh, when she was like, what mouth and the mouth disappeared and he's just <laughs> like struggling and you see his head just, I was like, what the fuck? and I don't know what the hell I Mr. Know. Fantastic was thinking, She tried to reach for her like, come on, dog, really? Really? That's the best yeah. she could do? And so, then she pretty so, much turned into a kite, turned into a payata, just...
1: I I have my own opinions about the Mr. Fantastic scene. <clears throat> I mean, uh okay, so first off, I'm really stoked about the whole Mr. Fantastic, and I'm totally all for John Stravinsky uh, playing mr fantastic as well too there's just a couple things that did bother me about it and, and like like and i want him to play it i'm putting i'm putting this out there i want him to be reed richards um i want like i'm glad they also talked about his wife and that he has kids especially because i know franklin richards is like the most op freaking thing in the whole universe i know i've done that gone over that before in a different podcast but the thing that bugged me about him was like he looked he had the look he had the feel of mr fantastic but when he was talking and acting in that scene, he was—it felt to me—he was, he was talking. He was kind of more like a soldier rather than a, rather than a scientist. And he's—he's he's smarter. Like I don't see him dying that easily. Like he, usually, he hes so much smarter and better than that, and knows to not just go and do certain stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of bugs me is how they killed him. But at the same time, that's a different universe. Is one yes? You know, if they bring him back into our universe. Uh, or the main MCU, then six fantastic. I would love to see that. But exactly, uh, and it could be like
0: yeah. a different personality trait. Because you know how you said that he sounded like a soldier. To me, he sounded just too soft-spoken.
1: In a sense, no, like I thought, like, I, he seemed I, well, like,
0: it re- yeah, like I liked it, but I'm kind of like,
1: eh. it reminded me of like if Captain America was up there. Yes. That's why I'm saying it reminded me more of a soldier. Like, you know, like it was like as if Captain America was up there talking like he's trying to be the Captain America figure. Although, obviously, we saw that shield. We saw the new captain just putting that out there. I'm glad they brought that. Yeah, but I'm glad they brought that from What If. I was actually happy to see that they even had the same actress and do all that. I also see her get cut in half
0: with the shield, by the way.
1: Another gnarly death that could have made it rated R if they showed the whole thing. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, so with Reed Richards, it just felt like he was talking more like Captain America, because he's usually a lot smarter and stuff. And and also, a lot of people were annoyed about the whole Illuminati in the first place. Like, they were happy about it, but they were annoyed that they didn't have more cameos. And I'm like, like they can't put too many cameos in this kind of stuff. Because obviously, in the normal, normal Illuminati, they also have Iron Man. And they also have, like, Black Panther. They also have the Hank Pym Ant-Man. You know, it's... it's That's just how, how it is. And so... Um, you know like so i'm okay with them leaving that out obviously when it comes to black panther uh you know obviously we know they're working on an, uh, uh, another movie you know they already said that so we'll see where they go with that um you know obviously maybe they don't want to f- bring iron man back so fast cuz you know and i'm okay with that cuz there's so many different heroes mm-hmm. and continuities and stuff in marvel that i can see them not bringing back iron man or any sort of iron man character for the next 15 20 years honestly i, really I, I don't it. think
0: they should bring back iron man especially like this quickly uh i
1: just think people got yeah, it'd be too fast
0: i just think people just got expectations too high with the quote-unquote leaks that you know that like i mentioned toby Maguire spider-man leak was supposed to be in the movie and deadpool and the whole fantastic for i'm just like none of that stuff was true a lot of it was just rumors, so a lot of people are upset. I'm like, well, this isn't like I mentioned, this isn't first of all, it's a two-hour movie. It's not a Secret Wars movie. I think they're going yeah. to Secret Wars, but it's not the Secret Seems Wars like movie. And at the end of the day, it's still a Doctor Strange movie. So I, didn't, I personally am happy with the Illuminati that we got. And I also don't understand why people are upset that the Illuminati got killed when it's a Different multiverse. It's not our Illumina. It's not our Earth six one six. So I think
1: they were just doing that to show Scarlet Witch's power still. Exactly. Like like they still never showed how powerful Scarlet Witch is. Like for her to go because now, and I also want to say like earlier when she killed Professor X, that was I worded it very carefully to say that she manipulated his mind, not controlled, because his mind is so powerful. The only other person that could be his mind, as we all know, is Dark Phoenix. So. You know, there is that, but I think, you know, because she's a witch and he's magic, like she manipulated his mind to make him kill himself rather than just controlling it. Cause I don't think she could control it, but that's, what's interesting about all this stuff. And also I have a question for you. Now that we're on the topic for uh, uh, Professor Xavier, I mean, do you I mean. think like, this is just something I was thinking about. Do you think he like, like, cause his mind's so powerful. Do you think that he's able to talk to his other uh versions of himself like you know because you know they were talking about the day walking stuff and everything like talk to other versions of himself through his uh telepathic abilities like maybe he can communicate and that's how he like tries to protect the whole multiverse rather than just his own world i actually think he can i wouldn't i think because he he listened to dr strange like that's why like everybody else is like no screw this guy and he's like all right dude i know they said that so Go stop everything because I'm trusting you right now, Doctor Strange. Just like I don't know where. Plus, obviously, he can go and read minds mm-hmm. and get in there. So they probably also saw how good Doctor Strange is. We all know he can do that. He probably but, saw yeah. how
0: powerful and OP Scarlet Witch is through yeah. Doctor Strange's mind. Like they all thought, "Oh, we can handle your little witch." No, they think they still dealing with the Scarlet Witch on her earth. Like, no, this is Darkhold Scarlet Witch here. This is a completely different animal, and they, and they took it lightly. Um, but, oh, side note, um, it was cool seeing when the Illuminati, uh, um, defeated Thanos, so you see Thanos' like dead body on whatever planet there that they were in their multiverse.
1: It looked like it was Titan. That's what, that's what it kind of seemed like like
0: too. And I'm just kind of like, all right, that's actually pretty awesome. Um, sad when they had to kill, you know, the Doctor Strange in their diverse but shout out to black shout out out to black bolt though because i know a lot of people hated the inhumans including me it wasn't a good show i'm not gonna lie Uh, i wouldn't mind if they you know not bring back the inhumans but as far as black bolt himself maybe you know kind of keep him around
1: then the
0: 616 universe um especially like say we're gonna bring in keep saying our version of it but i just assume that we live at Earth 616 as well oh uh, that's when they bring it our version yeah. of the illuminati
1: well uh speaking of our versions i actually don't think we've met our version technically of charles Xavier. cuz i want um, so i want to put this out there like everybody keeps saying three times technically he's actually he he's died four times <laughs> on screen so He okay, so they killed Professor X four times. So, by Jean Grey in the last stand in X Men 3, she disintegrated him. Bye bye, gone. So, a lot of people think that that's supposed to be from our universe. I don't think so. Like, you know, because we haven't really had a lot of uh, mutants introduced yet. And then he was actually, technically, this one changed, but he was killed by a sentinel in the days of future past. But obviously, that timeline changed. So, there is that. He also died, of course, in Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. and then he died in this movie. So they've killed him off four freaking times, and <laughs> he always comes back. So I don't think we've met our versions of the X Men yet. It, that also brings me back to—I um, know I'm backtracking. Like I said, this is going to be all over the place. But um, Scarlet Witch and Vision with Quicksilver. So, mm-hmm. I think she, like, because, you know, why why was that version of Quicksilver brought back instead of the other one? I know we've talked a little bit of some theories now, but I'm changing it up here a little bit. Um, I think in this movie, because of daydreaming or the daywalking or whatever, mm-hmm. when she's doing that to another version of self, or, or just had dreams, maybe she just had dreams, of herself in another life where she had that brother as Quicksilver. And that's why he looked like that when she brought him back and she manifested him out of nothing. So I think that might be how that is. So these ones do exist and they I think they're slowly kinda of one by one trying to introduce these mutants and other people from these different universes. And I think some of them might just be pulled into our universe and live in them permanently mm-hmm. or something. Cause you know, we've already seen other universes like uh, with the other dark doctor strange that we saw later on in the movie, like his universe was dying because they were collapsing on each other.
0: Yeah. Uh, now we, do you think that when she did that, you really, think she was doing that unintentionally, like just her raw magic where she had no idea what she was doing, where it, like guess, just kind of similar what i say was like just chaos magic you think that yeah. she like unintentionally brought him over to the
1: universe yeah like like subconsciously
0: yeah yeah i would agree with that
1: that yeah. or there is still more to go with king the conqueror and uh you know mephesto stuff like that like they still can be you know we'll see what the new ant-man they haven't hinted a lot of stuff in this one but now they might be going a different direction from what they're showing in this one as well, but I think that yeah, maybe she was. Um, uh, I think she like didn't intentionally bring her like uh, her normal one back and brought the other one back subconsciously because of maybe dreams she remembers him and stuff. Just like how she made her kids, mm-hmm. and you know, and her kids do exist in different universe and they're the exact same kids overall. That's true.
0: See, I mean even. I haven't even
1: thought about that. Well, here's another thing for you to think about. What's up? Uh, I don't think they're going to bring Iron Man back, but I think they might have a cameo of Tony Stark, not the Robert Downey Jr. uh, at some point, but just because the Stark Industries and Stark Universe is very, very big. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it doesn't exist in every universe because they uh, made sure of that in No Way Home because in Tobey Maguire's universe, Stark Industries does not exist. Just like how in... uh, Tom Holland's universe, uh, Oscorp doesn't exist. Right. It seems like so, but you know, dreams, dreams are other universes. So Tony Stark might still be alive somewhere because remember he had a dream about the Avengers dying already, but the, all the Avengers didn't die. So maybe they did die fighting another Thanos. Cause now we do know other Thanos exist in other universes, you know, maybe they actually did die in Thanos one in one universe. So that's something to think about. He also dreamt about having a son, remember not a daughter that was named after pepper's uncle more uh morgan or morgan you know but because it was a girl they named her morgana Mm. so you know i think there are other tony starks in other universes and he was dreaming about that so they might find a way to kind of at least bring some sort of stark industry stuff back or a small cameo but i don't think it's going to be robert Downey jr because i think he's just going to be over his role i don't think Uh, it's going to be tom cruise either I don't think so, either, mm-hmm. but I think it would be more so a a very small role. Like it's not going to be um, like, cause like we just said, I don't think they're gonna bring back like Iron Man to be in the MCU at all anytime soon. So we'll see. Kind of like how Captain Marvel one was a little bit different, and stuff like that too. That was a pretty underrated, although she did try to fight pretty good. I, I mean, try to fight uh, Scarlet Witch pretty good. Well, I think I like because
0: obviously you know bringing in Monica Rambeau. To, um, I love, play. That, I love that they do it. It's just a kind of a like, kind of like what we know, uh, you know, being comic nerds, that technically Monica Rambo was the first female Captain Marvel, not Carol Danvers. So, at least in that universe, it's comic accurate.
1: Yes, I completely agree. And I loved it because of that, actually. Um, but uh what was one th- what was that I was just gonna say? Um oh yeah, uh what did you think about Rintra? Um you remember who Rintra is? The, the Manitar? Oh the green like Manitar. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm glad that they brought him in because in the <laughs> comics in the comics he um so what ended up happening is Doctor Strange is on like a different like planet or something i I'm trying, I don't remember fully, but I just remember that encounter Wintron, uh, Dr. Strange's cape gets destroyed, but Rintra, that manatar, is actually, uh, is the one who repairs it and fixes it. And obviously they had his cape get damaged to this and it got repaired in the other multiverse, but I think that was kind of like another connection between all of this, Mm -hmm. but because, uh, Rintra fixes his cape and because he was able to do that, like Dr. Strange is like, wait, how about you become a sorcerer apprentice because you somehow were able to fix this Cape. And so I know that that's how he originally came back. So I think Dr. Strange also has been a little bit busy doing a bunch of other stuff than we pretty much know. And obviously this could be, bef- you know, d- like right before no way home when he like comes back and stuff from nowhere and everything. But yeah, it was just uh just something I was uh, th- like thinking about just cause I was like, Oh, Hey, we're in trial. Like, you know, those like the thing is they had a lot of cameos in this, but people didn't realize it. like, mm-hmm. When they did all that stuff, so I think it's pretty cool. Um, I thought it was really twisted, also how uh, Scarlet Witch just totally is torturing and killing all of the other sorcerers. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty brutal. Like this movie, like I ho- I really wish. I hope, I hope they have an unedited, rated R version that they could release. I doubt it, but that would be so freaking dope.
0: <laughs> I mean, we saw. um Sinister Strange pretty much fall to his death with us and fell on the fence with the spike that just went straight through him. I'm just like, oh my god.
1: There's that, there's Black Bull's head could have been more brutal, like uh and also uh Captain Carter, you know, that like that too. That could have like the torture scenes also with what's her face, dude? Why am I forgetting her name? The one who actually stabs the spell book and she just gets tar- charred up alive and the soul sucked out of her and you just see that tear on her face. Like, dude, there was so much dark crap in this movie. Like, they finally showed Scarlet Witch as a villain because Scarlet Witch is a villain. But do you mm-hmm. think they'll bring Wanda back at all?
0: I don't know, man. When, um, when she when she destroys the temple, you still see, like, the red, like, energy still glowing. So there's like a possibility glowing. that she's alive. But honestly... I don't want her to bring her back because no, I,
1: that's what I was saying. She, she should, should be, be in prison. Not
0: because nah, they bring her back, she should, she needs to be on the raft. Not sorry, she Scarlet should be Witch. in prison.
1: Not Scarlet oh, mean Lynch. Wanda. Because we saw Wanda in the other universe and she had powers. So I'm wondering if they might maybe bring her back. Maybe they're just keeping that on the side. But you know, because if the, what if they bring back quicksilver you know because i i want them to I, I mean obviously everybody knows i love speedsters i'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for anybody with speed powers but uh because i kind of want them to bring quicksilver back and i don't care which version I, I i like the one from the fox universe a little bit more but we've i've seen a lot more screen time with him and he's been more funny but uh i i mean I, just... I
0: may be wrong but i still am under the belief that when Days of Future Past and Asia Ultron both came out within a month from each other, and that they, you know, with studios, they do screen testings. and I feel like screen testings that we had for Days of Future Past, X Men, Quicksilver, were better than the Quicksilver that we got, at Asia Ultron. I'm not saying yeah. that he wasn't to die in Asia Ultron, but I wouldn't be surprised if they made a decision saying, oh, shit, we can't compete with this Quicksilver. People like this Quicksilver more.
1: Yeah, or, or bring them both in. Have them meet each other. You know, crap. We saw the two Wandas facing each other, mm-hmm. and the other Wanda ha- had sympathy for Scarlet Witch. You understood. know, like, you could tell she felt bad once she saw how broken she was. Funny, that is kind of like
0: she probably dreamed what she was going through as well. You know what I mean? It's kind of like back to that multiversal connection. Like, I think and she... She might had...
1: already have known about it, but just chose to not... Cho- chose her family over, Uh, you know, obviously becoming Scarlet Witch or something. Or
0: just the knowledge of... I feel like if you don't have knowledge of the multiverse, you just gotta dismiss it as dreams. Similar to even what Dr. Strange did at the beginning until America Child fans said, no, when you dream pretty much connected to someone from your multiversal self. Yeah. Which I thought, side note, man, Sinister Strange was like, have you ever had that dream where it's like you're falling? That was me. I don't know why, that shit was so
1: hard to me. Like, no, that was, yeah. that was dark. <laughs> was like, like oh, that, that was, like, when he said that, he's like, he's like, yep, he's like, because he said he killed the other Doctor Strange, and he's like, yeah, didn't you have that? You know, where you were falling off a rooftop and you, and you die? Yeah, well, I did that. damn son now do you think Doctor Strange is corrupted because now he has that third eye I don't think
0: so just because um, I think from the time the movie end to the end credits scene I think there was some time in between where we saw him kind of like in pain when the first eye opened compared to when you see him the second time where it's just second nature where the third eye just opens up like right, let's go boom I actually
1: think he actually has control over it now. I don't think he's That's what I was going to say. I think he's actually, like, and I think that's why he's, like, known as one of the most powerful sorcerers ever is just because he can control the, the dark arts magic. Like, mm-hmm. he can control all the dark stuff. Like, because in the end, even after all of that chaos that was happening and he saw how bad that book was, he was just like, I got to do it. Yeah. I he somehow like, knew mm-hmm. he could do it this time. Maybe because he fought himself you know, and he knew, he, you know, maybe that's just how he saw how the other strangers do it, uh, did it, so he just knew that he had to do that. Plus, he's also did try to uh, protect uh, America instead mm-hmm. of, you know, building powers and stuff like all the other ones, yeah. It's just sad when you think about it, you know, you have, like, your person and they go, I thought we were friends!
0: And Defender Strange is over here like, shh! Uh, <laughs> oh, underrated note, though, when he was, uh, he I mean, was dream walking, and he went into Defender Stranger's corpse. Dude, that shit was unreal, especially with all the spirits and souls. that were... That's
1: just the Sam Raimi director. Yeah, bro, having a ton of fun, dude. Like with all the horror stuff. Like I love how even they got into the whole like, like souls of the damned, and they're like grabbing mm-hmm. him. But he, that's the thing. He's able to control them, and he uses them. So that's I his cloak. Going back to what we're that's saying. That's his cloak. Yeah.
0: I'm like, oh my goodness, like like it it was so so good,
1: crazy it was so crazy i absolutely loved it i'm so glad that they did that even though it was just like totally dark and messed up in the first place but it's like sam raimi you you did a great job with this movie i have to say like he is such a great i think he's still underrated even though he everybody knows he's a good director i think he's very very underrated Mm -hmm. also he brought bruce campbell back (laughs) Like, I loved how he did that. And, like, because the reference, because they were referencing the, uh, because, like, when his hands, like, you know, obviously the, the post credit scene where he, like, is smacking stuff, he's like, oh my gosh, it stopped. It finally stopped. Because remember, I don't know, have you seen the Evil Dead movies? i seen the first one. Um, um, okay, so in the second one, his hands get possessed. Mm-hmm. Like, his hands get possessed and keep trying to attack him and rip his face off and stuff. So I think he was referencing like because sam raimi because because like, that bruce campbell was in that movie you know playing uh ash so mm-hmm. it's like you know i think that was just referencing like oh it finally stopped like from evil dead like his <laughs> hands have been trying to attack him his whole entire life <laughs> and he's like wow it's finally done because because it was a curse what happened on that is that he cursed his hands for that to happen same with the. Uh, just like what happened in in the evil dead like and also I loved all the evil dead references they did I love the evil dead so that's why I'm talking about this a lot but with how like certain things were like swinging back and forth how certain scenes in the camera was panning out and then like spinning and stuff a lot of that is what they did in evil dead so I'm just like Sam Raimi you're having so much fun like putting these spider-man uh like spider-man like little easter eggs and all these evil dead easter eggs in the movie and he even used that same car that he uses so there's a it's like a a bel-air or something he uses a like this white old uh car that uh he has like in all the movies like it was in evil dead when he was driving like driving around or something it was also in spider-man like he caught it with like a web or something too uh, and like stopped it like if i if i find it you'll see and you'll be like oh dude yeah that like he literally has that in every movie and it was in doctor strange because it was being blown up and they had to like jump out of the way from the car also i'll have to show it to you but it's like a white old old oldsmobile oh i think that's literally what it was it was an oldsmobile yeah it's a white oldsmobile (laughs) but he has that in a lot of his movies so sam raimi definitely had a lot of fun it was definitely a dark movie it was it was so good though i absolutely i absolutely love i got i got a question Uh, for you what's up
0: do you think we're going like, not within just the uh, multiverse in general, but even with the next Doctor Strange movie, when we see uh, Clea from the Dark Dimension, which those of you may not know is Dormammu's niece. She's actually. She's the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm not sure if she's the Sorcerer Supreme and yet in the Dark Dimension at the time of it, but.
1: Uh, it's okay, so if they do it like how some of the comics are. Which is right, yeah, so she is Dharmamu's niece. Now, here's the here's the whole thing, like, here's the quick backstory uh, for our listeners, is that she, uh, Darmamu, uh, at one point, and depends on how they go with this, I don't know if they're going with this, but Dharmamu sends her to go kill Doctor Strange, but they actually end up becoming buddy-buddy, and believe it or not, they actually fall in love. So, that's why I think that Christine is no longer a thing. Mm -hmm. I think that they're going to have the thing. But in the latest continuity right now, like right now in the comics, what's happening? Doctor Strange died, and because he died, she becomes a Sorcerer Supreme after he dies. But not that she killed him or anything, but... Yeah, so at this point, though, with going back to what you were saying, what do you think happens next? I'm not sure now. It's either A she's just good right off the bat and stuff or you know or whatever and tries to uh get his help to stop whatever's happening or b maybe Dharmamu did go and send her to go kill dr strange and that's now what's starting of that continuity and then you know maybe she goes and you know maybe she's gonna try to trick him or something and they end up falling in love but she is overall uh she does you know she is a good person like she's a hero uh she's definitely not a person but you know to those who didn't notice when she ripped open that universe it had the dark dimension mm-hmm. like Dharmamu's dimension but i have a question for you ryan What's up? so Dharmamu listened to dr strange because dr strange had the power of the infinity stones to stop him mm-hmm. does darmamu know those stones aren't around anymore is he gonna leave is he gonna is he gonna come back like is he already released is that why she's going to get dr strange like hey my uncle's out we kind of got to go freaking capture him and stop this right now because he's going to destroy the whole freaking multiverse or it, 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 maybe her it, uncle is sending her to go kill him so he can be free but those stones aren't there anymore so strange can't stop him the same way he did before
0: that's the thing because in the end credits thing she said there's been a uh incursion within her incursion. universe so we don't know if she's telling the truth and that's just dharmamu trying to bring strange into his dimension mm-hmm. punish him pretty mm-hmm. much like into a loop and then I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm more leaning towards that and you know they're actually Is an encouragement happening in the universe. I think he is aware that he no longer has the time stone. Um, I think that pretty much we got to see Dharmamu as the main villain again and the next... You will see him as
1: his, like, self, though, as his, like, monstrous... Like, not just, like, how they showed him in that universe, but, like, you know, when he's, like, out of the universe, like, how he's, like, this monstrous, like, almost demon-devil-looking thing. Like, it's it's, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, like, you know, it's, I really wonder where they're going to go, because a lot of people think, you know, f- f- so many people were saying, uh, Mefesto for so long, nobody's talking about Mephesto anymore, obviously, King the Conqueror is, is a thing, so we'll see where they're going to go with that, which that's still, once again, the quantum mechanics have to do with the multiverse, so I think this still mm-hmm. kind of all somehow ha- ties with everything, but, you know, we're there. We're we already knew Darmammu has been there, so we know all these other celestial beings are there. We saw also in, uh, oh my gosh, what am I forgetting? The movie that that just came out like earlier this year that nobody was really super impressed with. Movie Eternals, like yeah. you know, we already saw Eternals, all the other you know beings that were bigger than Earth and stuff that popped out of nowhere and everything. Like we, like we can go anywhere. They and we know they casted Adam Warlock now. Uh, well, so it's we like the
0: next Guardians of the Galaxy movie.
1: Like um, like yeah, like like I'm really stoked to see where we go that neck that ne- next Guardians uh or sorry, the next Thor movie looks hilarious and awesome by the way. I can't wait to see that. But uh yes, we'll have a
0: discussion on that one cuz it looks like we're going to get some odd butchering in this movie.
1: That movie. Uh is I think yes. I think uh, I think that the uh Guardians are only going to be in it for the first little bit. Yeah, I think I, I mean think, I think I you think, were saying that. Yeah, I think
0: uh, you bitch, by looking at the trailer, uh, aside now, I know it's about the multiverse, but it looks like, uh, blah, 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 I don't want to be super anymore. They drop him off, and then they leave. I can see that happening within the first 15 minutes of the movie.
1: Alright, now, what do you think, like, with Lady Thor, though? How do you think they're going to bring her and introduce her into this whole entire thing? Uh, I actually have no idea. Like, that's just, yeah. like, I
0: have no... First of all, I'm just kind of like, okay, I thought she didn't want anything to do with the MCU, but they, you know, they brought her back. But I have no idea Milner's back? Where are they going with that?
1: The who's back? Milner. Didn't you see her holding the hammer? It's oh like yes. And it, it had the cracks in it. That's why I'm kind of like like, what the I'm, hell is going on here? I'm just putting this out there, and this and if this has anything to do with anything with Doctor Strange, is that uh like I wonder if maybe she's Thor, but you know, like if they chose Lady Thor, obviously, but from a different universe. And now she's in this one. And maybe she, her hammer got stuck in the other one. She, and she somehow called me on her or tried to and then realized she, like, couldn't. Or maybe it did. And all the pieces came to her and she's like, what the heck happened? And Thor just, you know, was, has stormbreaker. So it's just been kind of whatever. But, um, yeah. Cause he took the, Captain America took the intact hammer back in time. Mm-hmm. So. And who knows who he gave it to? I mean, heck, maybe he gave it to Thor, maybe he gave it to Lady Thor. But that's just another theory. I haven't looked enough into that to come up with a whole entire solution for the Thor movies. Wait the wait Thor movies are kind of just like, whatever, but well. um
0: Who did last who last that who had the hammer last at the end of the end game? Was it Captain America uh, still? That,
1: it was yeah, no, remember because he was taking it back in time with the stones, because he had to put oh, yeah, right. and the stones okay. back where they all were. Right, right, that's true. So he took that back in time. But I'm just saying, like, who did he give to? How did he know where to put it? Because Thor just called it. Mm -hmm. It's not like Thor found it on the table and grabbed it. Thor called it. So how did Captain America know where to put Mjolnir? Like, you know, that's just what I want to know because like, nice. we don't know where F- Mjolnir came from when he had to go back, because he had to put the stones exactly where they found them, so he would have had to put the hammer back exactly where it found them. So maybe that's something to do with Lady Thor. I don't know. We'll see, but I'm don't. I, I'm not not going to go too much into thoughts on that right now, because I I've haven't, I haven't, I need to rewatch some of the stuff to see if I missed anything. But I am super stoked with that. Oh, one thing we forgot to talk about Doctor Strange, The Living Tribunal. Yes. Oh. Because you, yeah, you said your brother. Your brother pointed that out to you, and I saw that too. But it's still a little bit different. But it was only in a uh, like a quick second, a fast universe. Yeah, like, I oh, wonder it goes, if like portal
0: portal. wonder if that was just like a Easter egg, or if they're actually going to do something with it eventually. Like, what if, for say, one above all, who, if you don't know, it's like you know the god of the Marvel universe. Well, he's like, you know what? I'm tired of these people fucking with the multiverse. Living Tribunal, go down and hand your punishment. I don't know. I actually thought we were going to get the Living Tribunal in end game Um, But we didn't. Yeah,
1: because it's overseering. But it looks yeah. like that maybe there's different Living Tribunals for every uni- universe. Because in that one, you see three hooded cloak figures. When really, in the comics, the Living Tribunal is... One head with three faces. One... Exactly. So... A little bit different overall, but I would be very interested to uh, see where they go with with that overall, and, and and I'm kind of excited for it. Like you know, but also one thing too is that once again, they can bring back Miles Morales if they really wanted to, because as we saw when they go into different universes, mm-hmm. their whole physical body changed to that universe. They when they went into a cartoon universe, they turned into a cartoon,
0: which was awesome. Yeah, you know,
1: when they went to that watercolor universe, they turn into the, like, watercolor things. Like, so, in other words, Miles Morales, with the Spider-Verse, if he does go into our universe, that means we will see him as a normal human. Like, how it should. So, they could bring Miles into the MCU. I still
0: say they should get Lucas from Stranger Things to play him.
1: I still think that's a great idea. I, I do. I do agree with that. I don't know... <clears throat> anyone else really at the top of my head who I would um, prefer more than that. They honestly.
0: do it. They need to do it quickly because these Stranger Things kids are getting old fast.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it all, they, they can do whatever they want because of multiverse stuff, though. That, But that's also where I'm excited. It's like, even if something screws up or is not great, they can fix it. They can bring stuff back. Taskmaster. Taskmaster
0: can totally be fixed because of the multiverse.
1: Yeah, I love Taskmaster, so I'm really upset about that whole that whole thing yeah but um also i do know that in moon Knight, uh even though i haven't finished seeing it so we're not going to talk about it too much but in moon Knight, i like i know that there's some guys who can cloak themselves in that movie and stuff so it's pretty mm-hmm. much the same concept when that octopus i i forget what it's called uh because he uh, he's actually from something in the comics but <clears throat> you know he was invisible and everybody's like oh why is the bus being destroyed nobody can see until doctor strange uncloaked it mm-hmm. so in Moon Knight, apparently similar things happen where people had to, like, you know, where there's invisible things tagging. So we'll see. We'll see where Gora. it goes. Gorath. That's his name. Gorath. Yeah, Gorath, yes. There you go. All right. Yeah, I was totally forgetting. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have, though, for everything I want to say. I mean, I'm just excited to see the next stuff, unless there's anything else you want to add. I pretty much have. I you think just have at to the go moment. Watch it again. Yeah,
0: I just have to go watch it again. Like. Even, like, some, like, minor questions, I may have, like, the Ultron bots. I'm sorry, okay, who created the Ultron bots? There was... And that, um... If
1: you look at the credits, there's actually someone who played Ultron. Like, Ultron was a person in the credits. I'm like, wait, what? So, I don't know if that has something to do with the bots or anything. So, I need to watch it again and see if there's an Ultron in the background or something. Oh! Okay, that is one thing. Did you, at any point in the movie, did you just
0: expect, like, Visions to just pop up out of nowhere and just say, Wanda, what the hell are you doing?
1: I mean, I was thinking about it, but I was actually thinking it was going to be that white vision. Because remember, that white vision is still out there. Yeah. But I know that that white vision was programmed. But remember, Vision touched his forehead.
0: Gave him the and memories. like overwrote
1: his programming. Yeah. So he's out know, there somewhere. I, I I don't know. He's out there somewhere. You know, there's. I think they'll still bring Vision back somehow. You know, even even if they just bring the voice actor back for Jarvis, I'd be happy. But obviously that's all done because it's all friday now with uh peter but yeah so we will we will see but other than that ladies and gentlemen i want to thank everybody for listening hope everybody's doing good out there especially for all those you know during the war right now in ukraine and russia um you know hearts prayers go out to all of our families hope everybody's doing good hope everybody's starting to you know no longer get covid anymore but thank you for listening this is the gray zone here and out